This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are back at 841 in studio. The great Ray Dittiger. Yes. Now I know the big game is coming up. Yes. Because Ray is a big game analyst, and this is very exciting. Ray. Do you feel it when the a big Eagles playoff game's coming up? Do you still feel it in your bones? Oh, sure. You yeah. do, right? It's yeah, exciting. It's a, yeah, it's everywhere in the city. I mean, everywhere you go, people are talking about it. They're feeling it. It's, uh, it's a big game. And uh, it's, you know, you're playing, to, playing a, a division opponent for the third time this year. Uh, they're coming off a very, very impressive performance in Minnesota. Yeah. And there are a lot of questions about the Eagles, you know about Jalen Hurts and his readiness and Lane Johnson and his readiness. Um, this is a fascinating matchup. It really is. All right. Let me just start with the news I just presented here because I would like you to interpret it for me. The NFL had many good choices on who they could name for the referee crew, and they named Cleet Blakeman, a uh, veteran referee, that the Eagles have a record of 13-1 and one when okay. he is the head official. I was aware of that. Do you find you were aware of it? Well, I didn't know the exact number, but I knew they tended to win when he was They tend yeah. to win when he's there. What do you feel is the significance of uh, Cleet Blakeman doing this game Saturday night? I'd rather have it than I'd rather have a thirteen and one ref than a one and thirteen. All right, Al. <laughs> that, that he's saying it was interesting. That's what I said. No, you said it wasn't. <laughs> No, I said right. I said that's interesting. Oh, but you didn't mean it. You said it in a derogatory <laughs> yeah. way. Well, so did he, but he's no, nicer. Yeah. No, I, I actually it's actually thanks for nothing. Al. It's less. Uh, yeah. It's less about the record than it is about the quality of the official. I think yeah. he, I think he's a good official. He's a good official, and yeah. he only called two penalties against the Eagles when they faced the Giants this year. He did the game in the Meadowlands, forty-eight twenty-two. Correct. That also makes me feel pretty good. All right, let's get to what's going on. How big, in your eyes, you no one knows more football than you do, Ray. How big a threat are the Giants to this great Eagles season? Um, they are. They are a big threat. Yes, because they're, they're playing their best football right now. Uh, and um, the one thing you see about the Giants is they are a very well-coached team. Yeah, Brian Dable is a really good coach. Uh, Don Martindale, the defensive coordinator, has been one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL for a long time. And, you know, one of the things about the Giants over the last number of years when they've been pretty bad is I've always thought that they've had some pretty good players, but I've never thought they were a well-coached team. And that goes back to McAdoo, Shermer, certainly with Judge. Uh, They were always a team that would do stupid things at the wrong moments and get themselves beat. They don't do that anymore. 
They don't do that anymore. They don't beat themselves. Now, you can go out and pound them the way the Eagles did up at the Meadowlands and beat them on the square, but they're not going to beat themselves with stupid penalties, blown coverages. They're past that now. If you're going to beat them, you're going to have to go beat them yourself. All right, well, th- this is the thing. So is that why Jones looks so much better? Because of the coaching? Yes, 100%. That is it, right? That is what did it. 100%. So he was always good, but now he's got coaches that make you see how good he is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, John Mara, the owner of the Giants, made one of the most truthful statements an NFL owner will ever make at the end of last at the end of last season. He said, "We have done everything possible to screw this kid up <laughs> since the day we drafted wow. him." Wow. Yeah. And, and he is he is 100% right. They have with the coaches, with the players they put around them, with the system they put in. Um, they have. I always thought I thought that they drafted him a little high at number six. I didn't see him quite that, but I thought he was a good quarterback that needed some development. He got none of that under the other coaching staffs. He's getting it now, and that's why I thought, wait to see what happens now when Dable gets his hands on him. Because Dable, he really made the difference in Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, when Josh Allen came out of Wyoming, he was a very, very talented but very raw quarterback. And Brian Dable taught him how to play the position. And now look at Josh Allen. So I felt like you get that same kind of coaching expertise working with a kid like Danny Jones. I think he could turn into something, and you're certainly seeing it. And he played his very best game in Minnesota. That's the best game he ever played. I was trying to figure out what scares me more about him, the way he throws the ball now or the way he runs. Because he can run powerfully, right? Yeah. What is a bigger weapon for him? Um, the fact that he can do both. Yeah. The fact that he can do both and the fact that you have to play him with his ability to do both. I mean, one of the things that they showed early in that game, which was, again, a symbol, a sign of really good coaching, was they came out in the first half and they ran a lot of zone read stuff where he just faked the handoff, tucked the ball, and he ran it. They ran that a lot in the first half just to make the Vikings aware of it. And then in the second half, once they had set everything up, they didn't go back to it. He just became a pure pocket passer. But the fact is, the fact they showed you that they could do it, and then once they showed you you could do it, you had to play it whether they went back to it or not. Ray, this is a hard job I have. I just realized now because I have just been listening for the last half hour to an incredibly confident Keith Jones. Mm-hmm. Jonesy feels that this game will not be that close and that the Eagles will handle things rather easily. I do. Now, you've heard him yep. voice some concern. No, I, I, Did I, that build in concerns no, you have? No, no, I don't have any concerns. Tell Jonesy about it. why you don't well, you feel Ray, very confident. Well, uh, tell uh, Ray. To me, the health of the Eagles is extremely important. The mm-hmm. fact that they've had the break matters. The fact that the Eagles are on a sh- or the Giants are on a short week. The fact that some players were banged up for them in the game. All points to a very easy Eagles win for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That- and, and it could play out that way. Because if you just look at the two teams, you look at the two rosters, in terms of how they match up, it is a good matchup for the Eagles. But what worries me is the fact that the Giants are coming off clearly their best game of the year. They played really good. They did. Um, they are buying into, in a big way, what the Eagles bought into in 2017, which is this whole underdog thing. Nobody gives us any credit. You know, everybody thinks we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. We're, the, we're the underdogs in every game. And as silly as that sounds, it works. It can work. And it certainly worked for the Eagles in 2017 because it helped them win a Super Bowl. And the Giants are, are, are thumping the same drum right now. Um, there's been a lot of talk about playing a team, trying to beat a team three times in one year, how much of a problem that is. 
I think that part of it's a little overstated. I yeah. Mean, if you look back in the history of it, not true. I mean, the 49ers, true. You know, they had beaten Sa- Seattle twice, and they didn't seem to have a whole big deal our problem Saturday. Uh, and if you go back to 1970 when the leagues merged and modern football kind of became modern football, the sit- this situation, a team having won two regular season games, then having to play the team again in the playoffs, 15 of the 24 times, that team has won all three games. See, the stats don't build in they this don't. idea that you can't win three times. No. They keep using this, but it's really not supported not. by fact. No, no history, history would yeah. indicate. I mean, everybody talks about that, but if right. you look at the numbers, it's not really true. And I think you saw it with San, with San Francisco and Seattle. You know what? Yep. If one, maybe one team's just that much better than the other team. All right, since we're talking history, all right, I'm going to ask you this, hoping you give me the answer I want. Final four, who do you think's the final four this season in the NFL? Because we'll decide that next weekend. Right. Final four. I'd, I'd be very surprised if it were anything other than Kansas City, Buffalo. Okay. And Philadelphia, San Francisco. All right. However, if the Cowboys were to beat San Francisco, mm-hmm. how cool would it be <laughs> to have Eagles, Cowboys, NFC Championship game. We're going back to Vermeil, mm-hmm. right? We're going back to Wilbert Montgomery. Wow. That was 80. Was that 80, 81, right? Jan- January of 81. January of 81. How amazing would it be? They, the Eagles have never faced the Cowboys since then in a game that big, right? That no, was not, the biggest. Not a championship game, no. Right? How, what would that mean to the two cities if the Eagles faced the Cowboys when it goes to the Super Bowl? <laughs> I was... Brian Baldinger and I were having this very conversation about a month ago, and Brian used the perfect term. He said, if it comes down to an Eagles-Cowboys-NFC championship game, it would be epic. Yeah. So if <laughs> and, they- and, I, and I said, you know what? I think you're right. But with those two teams playing a championship game again in this city, it would be epic. No, but really, Ray, you don't really root. You're, I know you're an Eagle down below, but you are an <laughs> analyst of the game. If the Eagles win Saturday night, are you going to root for the Cowboys to beat the Niners for that scenario? Would that not be the greatest? Ah, oh, it would. It would. You got to root for the best matchup, the most fun, right? It's Eagles Cowboys. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. I, I mean, to me, there's such great history yep. in Eagles Cowboys, and there's such yep. great emotion. I mean, the biggest you're playing a championship game in your own stadium. I mean, there's tremendous yeah. emotion anyway. Yeah. But then you throw in the fuel of the history of Eagles-Cowboys. That on top of it, that's about as good as it gets. And here is perfect timing. My next caller represents the Cowboys, oh, Lamont. No. Hi, Lamont. Hey, good morning, Angelo. Wasn't it a good win last night, Angelo? Hold oh, on a God. minute, Lamont. How oh, about oh, Eagles-Cowboys <laughs> NFC hey, Championship hey, game? Would you enjoy that, Lamont? Angelo, I will enjoy it the most, Angelo. I'll tell you, I would love it. That would be the biggest draw. NFL could make the biggest money off oh. of both teams. And that's what they want, Angelo. You know it, and I know it. Well, that, you know what? Best okay. So let me just ask you. Do you think this is the Cowboys' year, Lamont? Is this it? I think so, Angelo. Angelo, and I was so emotional yesterday with Gail speaking last night. Yep. Yesterday, I wasn't going to call you today. It's very I emotional. Said, I'm going to let you ride it out. Right. I was very emotional, Angelo. I understand. You, See, you even good, he was shedding tears. Yep. Yeah, I cried, Angelo, yesterday. I listened to the whole show. 
He cried out. That's why he cried. He listened to the whole show. (laughs) That'll make anybody cry. No, that will not make anyone cry. That is not what he's saying at all. It's bad, Lamont. It's bad. All right, so it's going to be bad. Hey, Josie, seven and a half you going against? Oh, Oh, yeah. I can't wait. All right, so Lamont, hold on. Who do you think is at more risk this week, the Eagles or the Cowboys? The Eagles. The quarterback is still hurt, Angelo. Hey, hold on. Ray's sitting no, here. Ray, Ray, do you Ray, think Ray, that Ray. you think the Cowboys have a better chance to beat the Niners than the Eagles have a beat uh, than the Giants have a beat the Eagles? Well, who's got a tougher row, Ray Denninger? Um no, I think I think the Cowboys do. The Cowboys do, Lamont. You're in trouble. It's gonna hey. be bad. <laughs> hey, Angelo, not gonna be bad, as I'm telling you. I think I think Hurts is more hurt than what people thinking he is. Oh, really? And and he can't throw that ball the long way. I'm telling you, Angelo, it's going to be problems. All right, Lamont. Uh, listen, Lamont, would you like a chance to win these tickets? And no, not really, Angelo. Good, because you're not. You know, oh, no, he didn't. All right, right. He knew. He did leave me to the question. Yeah. Hurts his health. What you read, you covered sports for a long time. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling about how – how much he'll be able to give on Saturday night? That's the um, that's the million dollar question. It's that's the big the, one. That's that's I don't want to say it's the only one, but it's certainly the biggest one. Yeah, um, because you know everybody's been saying for the last couple of weeks, you know who, what would be the best matchup for the Eagles? What would be the toughest matchup for the Eagles? And my feeling all along is it's not so much about who they're playing; it's about who they are. Yeah, right now. I mean, if the Eagles can, if the Eagles can, if Hertz is healthy, and Lane Johnson can play, and they can get back to the team that beat the Giants the first time around. They were the best team in the NFL by far, and nobody could beat them. Yeah, if they, if you, if you had that team in the playoffs now, to me, I don't. Nobody's going to stop them. Nobody's going to stop. Nobody in this stop. conference. Nobody in the other conference. But oh. the question is, can they be that team again? Because so much changed in Chicago. So much so changed true. after that game. So can he be that player now? He's had five weeks, right? Yep. He played one game. He didn't seem to get more injured. Can he be hurt on Saturday night? I wish I could tell you with great confidence that I feel that. I don't know. Not sure. I mean, I, I feel a little bit about what Lamont said, is that the injuries has, right from the jump, been worse than anybody was saying. They keep calling it a sprained shoulder. I think it's worse than that. I mean, I'm, going, I'm going to Jones. Mm-hmm. Here's what I, what I would say. No, no matter what it is, it's never going to feel better than it will during that game. Whatever they can do for him is going to be done. They've got to win that playoff game, and he has to play well. Oh, sure. They're gonna. He is going to be feeling no pain oh. when he steps on that field. Jonesy is very dynamic today. He won't. Very dynamic. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think what Keith says is true. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the doctors and trainers will do everything they can to get Hurts to Feeling like he can play, yes. But then becomes the, then becomes the question of how do the coaches call the game? How much risk are they willing to put him at? Yeah. Because uh, I went back and I looked at that last Giants game, the game that he played with the injured shoulder. He actually threw the ball okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody talks about that. He, oh, he looked wait. Not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought he threw the ball. He, he was behind on a couple of slants, but not a big deal. He actually threw the ball okay. Yep. The bigger issue is. How willing will he be to run 
and how willing will the coaches be to allow him to run? Because his ability and his threat as a runner is really what opens up the yeah, rest that, of the offense. Well, Jonesy's saying they're going to let him loose. And he has to run. He has to run. The, the Eagles it's the season. Uh, would be at risk of losing the yep. game if his feet are not involved. you got to do it. It's going to be interesting, especially early, to see if he does it. Ray, don't go anywhere. Joe DeCamry, John Ritchie are coming in now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try something insane here. I don't know if Joe's decided if he's bringing my people as callers onto the show after I leave. Okay. I'm going to have will of God make a public appeal to remain on the show with Joe. Uh, Rhea is going to have her own opinion on this, but Joe and John – Maybe Will can win them over yeah. with his basic logic. Yeah. Yeah, his, his, I don't have time to do a transcript. You don't want to miss this, folks. No. You, you don't do want to miss this. WIP Sports Dive is 856.